0: What's up, everybody? Or as our producer, Tyler, would like me to say, y'all ready for this? Adam uh, Compton, no, no. we got Eric Lindquist with us. <laughs> no, don't do it. we are we're get ourselves in trouble. You can't do it. This right here is, uh it's a pleasure to be here with you guys for the better part of the next hour. We've got the Yahoo! NFL Sunday Show, of course, brought to you by our friends at Yahoo, who we'll tell you all about in just a matter of moments. But my guy, as you like to say, how are you? Uh,
1: my dude. My dude. <laughs> I was going to say, no, my guy's just fine. I think that that's endearing as well. I'm doing great. Excited to be excited for this NFL slate uh, for week eight. It's pretty entertaining. Yahoo's the best place you can go play. So go play there. $20. And then you get 200K overlay that's added to that pot. I mean, it's a joke. So uh, I don't even need to tell you anything else other than that. I mean, it doesn't even have anything to do with, oh, whatever your pre notions are on where you should play, what you should do. It's the best tournament in DFS this week. I'm just happy
0: too that, you know, whereas we did this show this time last week, we. It was you really kind of had to go dumpster diving a little bit in terms of the different value options, even in terms of who the the studs were that were available mm-hmm. to you at each respective position, because we had what a half dozen teams that had bye weeks. This time around, we got a 12 game main slate coming up on Halloween Sunday, spooky day. And we've got just a <laughs> couple of teams on buys, obviously. The only teams we're not going to really be talking about Raiders mm-hmm. and Ravens. They have buys, of course. Mm-hmm. There are a couple of teams behind us. We'll talk about in a moment. The Cardinals, Packers, they played last night. That was an interesting game to say the least and then the other clubs that are in prime time coming up sunday night and monday night you got the cowboys vikings giants and chiefs everybody else who i didn't just name available and coming at
1: you on sunday yeah i like 12 gamers i think 12 games i like a little bit more even than 10 games more options more places to go you're saying dumpster diving we could still end up going dumpster diving there was some (laughs) news that came out this afternoon that It's going to make this slate very, very interesting. Yahoo is one of the better spots in terms of the way the salaries work out. Uh, You go to the other sites, and you really do have to go down to that 3K, 4K level and and find some of these guys to to really find some extra upside. But on Yahoo, I think we've got some pretty good mid-level options everywhere.
0: Got our guy Steven in the chat. Happy birthday, Adam. Happy National Hermit Day to Eric, uh, (laughs) who never leaves the chair to enjoy the fine Cali sun. You know what it is, though? Mm -hmm. You work so hard. You're so devoted to your craft. That uh, you know, you're not gonna let the outside spoil that. And I respect it.
1: Yeah, yeah, you know, and I'm a golfer. I moved down to Southern California to Southern California specifically because I wanted to play golf year round. Like that was legitimately the thing that I always wanted to do growing up in South Dakota. I was like, I need to go to a better place where I don't know, there's not snow on the ground for seven months. Sure. Well, yeah. it, sounds like, but, it sounds like a winning lifestyle for you, my friend. You're Yeah, doing well, <laughs> if I could play any golf here right now. But you know what? I am in the business of helping people make money. And that's what we're going to do all the time, 60 hours a week. Or at least for the
0: better part of, like I said, the next, uh, I don't know, 50 minutes or so. But before we dive into yeah, that, yeah. let's tell you a little bit about our friends at Yahoo, presenting sponsor of this show and the people that uh, keep the lights on for us here. Now, we partnered with Yahoo Fantasy this NFL season, of course, to bring you some great offers. You can check out our exclusive limited time offer. Gets you one free month of Osmo Plus Platinum to qualify. Here's the caveat. you got to be new to Yahoo. Sign up for an account by the link below. Deposit and play. That's it. It's just that simple. Yahoo will send us your name. And uh after you play, you will get your first paid contest. We will reach out to you via email with your coupon. If you need immediate access, immediate support, you can email support at awesomo.com. We'll get you all set up. You can also claim. A free $10 below, which you can use to enter any Yahoo contest. Make sure you use our DFS tools that we tell you all about, that we harp on, and we will tell you uh, even more about as we go on with this show. And uh, the projections, everything is designed specifically for Yahoo and specifically for you out there who's watching, listening, whatever you're doing to give you a shot at winning the title. So again, thank you for being with us. Let's... uh all enjoy this together. I see we got an active chat, nice and early. So uh thank you all for hanging out with us. You have any thoughts, questions, comments, concerns, you just want to try and trick Eric into saying something hostile. That's okay. Whatever it is, just just jump aboard and be part of the show with us.
1: Welcome. Yeah, welcome to again, it's Halloween weekend. This is Halloween. See, Tyler, we're going to get you banned. That's what we're going for. We're going to we're going to sing every 90s jock jams hit. We're gonna sing every Halloween song we possibly can. We are just here for I love chaos. We're
0: gonna see which players will mash monster mash this weekend, Tyler. Whoa.
1: Oh, Whoa. oh, Cough oh is too good, too too hot, too hot, too, too hot, too Definitely hot to the end. monitor.
0: We're, you know what it is. We're just trying to come up with slogans that we can put on new t shirts for you guys. We want to try and be as creative as we possibly can. Let's get to the quarterback position because that's where it begins for a lot of people. And uh, right there at the top, the top projected score on this Sunday slate hell, the entire NFL week that lies in front of us, whether you're talking Sunday night or even Monday night. But of course, the main slate's what you care about most. Either way, The man is the same, and that is, of course, Josh Allen. Buffalo Bills taking on the Miami Dolphins. He's projected for north of 25 points. He's not cheap. He is $39, so you got to think about it, obviously. After him, you could uh, get a guy who I know it sounds crazy. you got to remember we're talking fantasy and not real life because he's projected for just about the same amount of points. It's 25.4 versus 25.1, and that is Jalen Hurts of the Eagles. Jalen Hurts. That's because he has the Detroit Lions on the other side, and he is much cheaper. He's $33 compared to that $39 for Allen. Uh, You got uh, Patrick Mahomes in primetime. He would be your third projected scorer. Of course, doesn't factor in to the Sunday main slate. And then after that, you can go down to Matt Stafford, about $22. He's the next best. And he's got, uh, let's see, the Houston Texans, who we're going to be talking a lot, I think, about Rams players that are available to you here today. $34. So without a doubt, Eric, the most expensive guy, as I mentioned, that is Josh Allen. Do you pay up for him, though, or are you looking for savings?
1: Uh, you got to have some exposure to Josh Allen, I think, on whatever site you want. But Yahoo, $39. It's definitely, it's definitely a reach up there up top. But we're going to see some pretty good value here, I think, Cole Beasley becomes a much interesting, tar- a much more interesting target to me with Dawson Knox knocked up. Uh, we're we're seeing that that's going to probably come to fruition where he's not going to be playing on Sunday. And just Cole Beasley was somebody who wasn't seeing the snaps uh, the last two weeks as Dawson Knox emerged, uh, became a little bit more. Before Buffalo was running so many different three wide receiver sets, didn't necessarily need to have the tight end running routes. And now Dawson Knox was really kind of emerging and. We're seeing this Josh Allen stack. It's going to be something that you definitely want to get exposure to. We now in the top stacks tool have Yahoo listed. I'm very excited about that. Buffalo is second behind a team that we'll get to a little bit later here, but Buffalo 16.7% top stack potential. They're going a little bit over uh, rostered over on Yahoo for this Sunday, but it's still a team that's hard to get away from. I think it's pretty clear cut what you do with Miami with just sticking, running some so many routes with Waddle there uh, at wide receiver here. If you don't have Parker, if you don't have Preston Williams. So uh, it's kind of the same. We're on Groundhog's Day. We're on loop with that team as well. So that entire game, 48 and a half total in Buffalo. Uh, they're 14 point favorites, but they continue to throw the ball over expectation, even in positive game scripts. So I really like Josh Allen. Plenty of people, my man, are
0: going to make that argument, though, for Jalen Hurts. Matter of fact, you know, just looking at Fantasy Cruncher and the optimal lineup as things stand right now. And I I always put that caveat on it because a lot's going to change between now and obviously Sunday, one o'clock kickoffs, no London game this week. but. Jalen Hurts, he is in the optimal lineup right now. He's got a projected ownership on Osmo from our own Alex Baker, of course, of about 27%. So he's going to be super chalky. I'm sure Alan and some of the other guys that we've mentioned or will mention going forward are going to be chalky as well. It's not like it's it's just Hurts, but 27%, more than a quarter of lineups expect to have Jalen Hurts who is again projected for a very similar point total to Josh Allen and he's just he's he's a, a good amount cheaper. I mean, when you're looking at Yahoo and you consider the pricing, $39 versus $33, it is a
1: substantial difference if you're looking to pay up elsewhere. Adam, this is why we have you on these shows because you're sharp. You're you know what's up. I mean, you basically are able to look at this and there's no question that Jalen Hurts is a guy that you know. You want to make the argument. I think Jalen Hurts is an overall better play. I'm simply making the argument for Josh Allen being somebody to get up to at 26%. That's probably too much roster ship for me to want to go nuts with him down there. But Jalen Hurts uh, at the same exact number, I prefer, I prefer that $6 to go use elsewhere in my lineup. The thing with him is that it doesn't matter what the game script is. He's going to find a way to get it done. They're passing above expectation here. Uh, he hasn't passed well. He's, he's only had a 46 and a 53% completion percentage the last two outings, but he's adding 10 rushing attempts and 13 rushing attempts, 23 total rushing attempts in the last two. They end up in a lot of these negative game scripts, and this might be the first one where maybe they can get on top of it here against Detroit and be ready to go. But either way, this is just such a bad team on the other side. Both of these defenses are so inept. The one thing I'm worried about is that this game, is just getting so much attention. And it feels like every podcast, every time I turn on something to, you know, while I'm working on articles or while I'm prepping something else, I'm listening to this and it's, oh, Detroit and Philly game stack. Oh, this makes all the sense in the world. That's really my major issue is that, you know, when when it comes to Hurts, I mean, you're you're looking at, okay, pass catching options, but he doesn't even necessarily need to be stacked. He's kind of earned the Lamar Jackson. If you want to play him naked, you can kind of, uh, uh, title. I would say I, I definitely love him at $33 against Detroit, but just be very aware that he might end up a little bit more rostered than you think.
0: Uh, Tyler, could we just uh, clip out the part of Eric telling me how great I am so that I can put that out for validation on social media. I, I need these things. Thank you. Thumbs up from Tyler. It's important. Uh, we, we mentioned Patrick Mahomes, obviously he's, he's, not available in the main slate, but just, you know, people are going to be obsessed with him come the primetime game against the New York giants, uh, you know, in a couple of days, Uh, I I mention these projections, Eric, for, for a reason. I mean, they're, they're, you know, there's, there's math behind it. There's a science behind it. They're, they're more than just educated guesses. There's a lot that goes into it. It's why we harp on these things. It's why we tell you all about the uh, Osmo plus platinum subscription and seeing this stuff and help you win money and all of that. That being said, it is not gospel. It is not definitive. It is a projection. And, even if a guy doesn't get hurt, a guy, it is possible, just won't meet his projection. And I say that because you look back at what happened last night. Fourth on this list for the week is Kyler Murray projected for 22 points. He was trash last night. What do you have? 13, 14, yep. something like yep. that. He was not good. He was not good at all. Mm-hmm. So you always got to take everything with a grain of salt, put your own brain into it. Obviously, we've talked about Allen. We've talked about Hurts. How about Matt Stafford? He is also projected for about 22 points. Like I said, we're going to be talking about these Rams a lot because they've got Houston on the other side and the Texans are a bad, bad football team. Only the Patriots have managed to play a close game with the Texans. Everybody else has blown Houston out of the water. All of that said, mm, Stafford they Are going to be reliant on the run as this game goes on? Are they going to be heavy passing if it is a blowout? Do you trust Stafford in this spot to still be getting regular use if he goes ahead early?
1: I've got to say you just play Henderson and Cup together. You play Matthew Stafford along with them. Top Stacks tool over at Osmo. Use it. Use it constantly because it's something uh, I believe it's free today, too. So uh, that's at least what it says on the top of the site. Take advantage of that. 25.2% top stack potential, 13.4% of leverage. He's too cheap. Matthew Stafford in any spot uh, at $34 here. He's a dollar less than Brady. I mean, this team is just chucking it all around the yard, and they're having fun doing it. Cooper Cup is unbelievable, super easy stack with him. You want to play Robert Woods. You want to play a little bit of Higby. You want to get him into the mix. But for me, it's kind of encapsulating all of those touchdowns. It's not that I expect Henderson to be a guy that, you know, goes completely nuts here in this spot um, where you you need to have him. Like I, I love Daryl Henderson, but I'm saying that you could even play the three of them together and try to encapsulate all these touchdowns. I mean, they're putting up five, six of them here a week. They're hanging a bunch of of scores on teams here constantly throughout this season. And, you know, uh, I would say it was kind of a disappointment only to get 28 out of Detroit. But, I mean, Cooper Cup, of course, was a must-have in this spot. I just love getting to Matthew Stafford on every single slate. The top stacks tool kind of reaffirms that. And Houston, looking at some issues with Brandon uh, with uh, Brandon Cooks here on the other side, maybe the game stack isn't as appealing. But when you're a 14-point favorite on the road, uh, 15-and-a-half-point favorite, I guess, is the number right now, you should be having a ton of attention on the passing game, on the running game. You should have a lot of Rams in your lineup this week.
0: Of course, how much longer is Brandon Cooks going to be hanging out around Houston with the trade I, deadline coming after
1: that tweet a week, the other day? A week. And Deshaun Jackson, uh, nothing like you know wanting to leave a, a perennial Super Bowl contender. Um, yeah, requesting a trade today. That was fascinating.
0: Yeah. Mutual parting of the ways on the way there for Deshaun Jackson. Let's stay with the quarterbacks and, uh, but, you know, pivot off with the receivers for a second, stay with the quarterbacks. We'll tell you about the value guys. All right. Now Hertz is right there near the top of the list, but sandwiched around him. Put a Gino on Gino, my friend, Gino Smith, Seattle and Jacksonville. That's the battle this weekend. Gino's projected for about 18 points. More to the point. He is your top value option at quarterback $20. That's it. About nine x projected value. How are you feeling about him in this spot?
1: About who? Sorry, I got distracted by the chat for five seconds because the, that'll tend to happen. The the chat is. I mean, you and the chat
0: are really. No, going I, I was at having fun. Today. I
1: I was having some good natured fun, and then all of a sudden it got like taken up a notch, got taken <laughs> up to a, another level. Again, this is a Yahoo show. We're here to have fun. We're here to go back and forth and have some barbs, but uh, we probably don't want to go too far. When when sure. when it goes too far, when you say certain things. I'm sorry. You just take a timeout or you just think about what you've done.
0: Yeah. No need to take it to a 13 here, folks. Let's dial it back just a a little bit. Geno Smith. That was the guy.
1: $20, 9X projected value. What do you think? No. I (sighs) can't do it. No, I can't do it. I I understand it. I understand why the projections like him. I like Jacksonville. I know that he's under 5% right now. 17.8 looks like a nice projection here for him. But for me, it just comes down to leverage as well. I don't necessarily think you're getting a lot of upside here. I mean, I I guess our other run over at the top stacks tool, I mean, if he's going to be up to 4% plus there in the top stacks tool, that's yet to update here. He's at 2.7% on the Yahoo spot uh, at the quarterback position or 2.3%. And now if that's going to be moving up to 5%, there's just so many other places that I would prefer to go. I get the play. Geno Smith looked good for like one half of football. Um, and then it's been back to Geno Smith ways here, the last couple outings, and maybe he can have some upside against Jacksonville. I'm just much more inclined to take my shots with the, with the top end, trying to identify a QB one. I love Justin Herbert. I love Tom Brady, even against the saints defense, which is difficult. Josh Allen, Matthew Stafford, that entire top end of quarterback just makes a lot more sense for me to go to. There's one guy down at the bottom end that we'll get to here in a second that I think we can take some shots on, but. Other than that, I'm, I'm just kind of steering away from Geno Smith in all forms. Well,
0: you mentioned Justin Herbert. Let's go to the other side of that game. And maybe that's just, the guy. Maybe that's the one you're alluding to. That here. is it. Mac Jones, fresh off a of hang in what? 54 points on the Jets. Mm-hmm. Granted, it it wasn't all him. I mean, there were plenty of rushing touchdowns, but still some big numbers for Mac Jones in that game, north of 300 yards passing. He's projected for 16 and a half points. He's cheap. He's $22, mm-hmm. seven and a half projected uh, value, seven and a half X. And again, it just it projects to be a game that at least has the potential to be a shootout just because we know what that Chargers passing attack is, how good that offense is and the Pats seemingly are going to have to pass a bunch just to keep up.
1: Yeah, that's my guy. I, I love this entire game too. I thought that this was going to be much, much more popular and the narrative everybody keeps saying is that, Oh, the Chargers can't stop the run. Damian Harris is going to be popular. There's going to be all of these narratives going that direction, but just kind of as a whole, I think the Chargers are going to be able to put up a lot of points on New England. I mean, New England has had some really good outings. They, I think they had their defense hidden a little bit against Tampa Bay considering the conditions of that game. Uh, We saw Houston get to New England uh, in a first half. Davis Mills looked like an all-star for, you know, looked like an all-pro quarterback for one half of football in that first half. Um, It's kind of fascinating how the New England defense fluctuates here. Near a 50-point total, we don't have any massive totals here. Indianapolis and and Tennessee, we'll talk about a lot at the wide receiver position with some news on Julio Jones there, but Mm -hmm. I'm looking at this entire Chargers game as something that I want a lot of exposure to very easy on the other side to be getting to, to Herbert and such, but only four point favorites. It's not like this game is projected to be a, a complete blowout uh, coming off of their, the chargers laying an egg in Baltimore. I just really like Mac Jones and considering he's the one who's under 2%, I've said constantly, I think that they're just going to give him the ability to learn this season. They're going to give him the reins to try to grow, be a better quarterback, hanging up a 54 spot on the Jets, Uh, You know, 24 for 36 with 307 yards and two passing touchdowns. The guy is starting to show some massive upside here. I think just in the pocket, you know you need to stack him up. He's not somebody that it's going to be some kind of a mystery how you're going to be stacking him up. You know, you can maybe you've got Kendrick Bourne right now, who I think was questionable coming into this week, but more so Nelson Aguilar, uh, more so Jacoby Myers, of course. Um, I I think it's just such a clear cut stack. And so considering they're the ones that are coming in uh, completely unrostered in a total around 50, Mac Jones makes all the sense in the world as my cheapie.
0: We'll get to receivers shortly. We'll go to running backs in a moment, but first, folks, want to just remind you, in case for some reason you don't know, you need to know. That is our Osmo Plus NFL Express weekly pass. It is cheap. It's cheap. It's dirt cheap. It's not even four dollars a week. It's three ninety five. Best way to introduce yourself to Osmo Plus NFL included access to our NFL DFS projections, ownership rankings, rostership, obviously, in the case of Yahoo here, our expert Slack channel, everything that we have to offer for main slates, classics, showdown, you know, single game. It's all available to you and uh, new this year as well to the package. Our season-long fantasy football coverage includes our strength of schedule tool. You got the uh, trade value tool, fantasy streaming help, all of it available to you included uh, new this year, projected ownership and optimal lineup. Probabilities as well for tiers contests on DraftKings. So try it out. Osmo Plus NFL, our most expansive express weekly pass ever. It is just three ninety five dollars a week. I don't know why you wouldn't. You can head over to Osmo Plus, join today, pick up the pass, stop guessing, start winning with Osmo Plus today. Again, I can't sit here and tell you you're going to make the kind of loot over there that, that Eric's making every single week, but you'll pay for the four bucks a week membership. I can promise you that. Heck, just pay some play some cash games against your friends who don't use the tools. You'll be just fine.
1: It's one of the best. Uh, it is the best site that you can possibly play this Sunday. I, it just is. A, it, it's a fact. There's a hundred. There's a 200k overlay in that million dollar contest. I don't know what else you're looking for. I mean, that alone mm-hmm. is reason to go get it. And then you get the free month of Osmo awesome Plus Platinum. No question about it. You need to take advantage of that offer. And yeah, if you want to hit me up for a head to head, E four, check me out. Oh,
0: there you go. See now, yeah, now I'm out tempted. there how, how I We're getting we'll
1: spicy. Just... We're getting dislikes in the chat. We're getting people you know... going crazy. I might as well just lean to it, lean into it. Some sometimes you either, you know, you either die a hero or you live long enough to see yourself become the villain. <laughs>
0: sweet batman reference i appreciate it but remember it's you know it's like the howard stern rule right i mean whether mm. people love you or whether people hate you what you don't want them is to be is is ambivalent to you and i i, I would say this spicy chat that we got right here is is
1: certainly not uh you know not considering you they, there they are not many people who other. have met me in real life or on the interwebs who are like you know what eric he's okay he's fine like, he's fine but he's fine tyler don't put your hand up <laughs> Uh, I'm just okay. I'm just, He's stretching. Whatever. He's, just stretching. Either He's I am stretching. Don't worry about it. Either oh Eric helped me make a lot of money. He's such a genius. He's so smart. Or that fish is the most incompetent idiot <laughs> in the history of awesomeo.com and should go down in the flames.
0: Hey, what, listen, just w- whatever keeps you grounded <laughs> during the therapy sessions to, to make sure... That, uh, that you're feeling good. i just to be lean back night. and just start yeah, talking. Just, uh, oh, uh, this, is, this is a man. comfy couch. All right, let's go to the running backs here. Derrick Henry is uh, right there at the top for you on the main slate. He's $39. He's projected for about 19 points. So it's not necessarily as, as Henry, a Henry week goes, but nevertheless, 19 projected points against Indy. You got Alvin Kamara right behind him. He's projected for 17 points. He again, you know, it's sort of what we were talking about with Alan Hurts, although the point projections a couple points off. But thirty three dollars as compared to that thirty nine, the Buccaneers on the other side. So these are the, the top two. Dalvin Cook. He's a primetime guy. So that's not someone who you're going to factor in this week. And of course, Aaron Jones, as we know, already played and went off. He was very good last night in that game against the cards. So These top two guys in particular, Henry and Kamara, how do
1: you feel about them? I mean, Kamara. We're coming off of uh, apparently they realize that throwing in the football is a good idea. And as <laughs> no, long as they yeah. realize that throwing in the football is a good idea, you got to like Alvin Kamara, even against this team that is number one against the rush. Everybody knows that Tampa Bay going to be difficult for him to get 20 attempts and really be successful on the ground. Um, apparently, Khalil Herbert doesn't have an issue with it, but Alvin Kamara. You know, this entire this entire New Orleans team, I mean, getting him involved, seeing 11 targets, eight targets the last two weeks. That is what we want out of him. That is what we needed from Sean Payton. And it's nice to see him get involved finally uh, through the air and having Jameis Winston, just give them the dump offs. Okay. You go run that way. And I think that that should be able to be a little bit more formidable against Tampa Bay. If Tampa Bay is putting up more points on the other side, which again, I think I just like this game more than what the field does. I understand new Orleans and, and you know, you want to talk about Marshawn Lattimore against Evans and, and all of these cornerback matchups and, Oh, you know, they're going to be able to get after Tom Brady here in this spot. I don't really think so. I think there's going to be points put up. And so Camara, I think he's kind of your priority spend up the the roster ships already there. Twenty one point eight percent where it starts to get fascinating is Mm -hmm. looking at Austin Eckler as a pivot, looking at James Robinson at thirty dollars. He's completely unrostered and James Robinson has gotten eighty five percent plus of the snaps here. I mean, uh, Carlos Hyde is an afterthought now in this offense. They're finally giving James Robinson the ability to go crazy, and and he's starting to really just show what he did all of last season. And I know ATN uh, kept his ADP down in, in year long drafts, but my guy, this entire week, I just I I know that I'm going to be way over the field on James Robinson, no matter what against Seattle. Uh, I just I just see this being a really sneaky spot. So underneath a five percent, sitting at four percent right now. He's kind of my favorite pivot in this range.
0: I finally dropped Carlos Hine off my season-long bench. I couldn't take it anymore.
1: It was time. It he was, was time. It, which three means James Robinson
0: gets hurt now. Gets hurt now, probably. But yeah, that's you know, gonna happen. Yeah, it's gonna uh,
1: happen.
0: Yeah, I, I couldn't do it anymore. You mentioned Austin Eckler. We got a tweet from uh, Daniel Popper, who uh, of course covers the Chargers for the Athletic. Uh, Austin Eckler not practicing today. Popped up on yesterday's injury report with a hip injury after mm-hmm. practicing fully on Wednesday. So, uh, you know, Wednesday full participant, yesterday on that injury report
1: today absent. So, what are you thinking? Well, that's in the afternoon window. So, what's really nice about this slate is it's a 12-gamer with four games in the afternoon window and there are a number of ways to pivot. I just talked about uh, my guy, James Robinson, sitting there at $30. You could plug Eckler into lineups and you can pivot down all the way to James Robinson, uh, $3 mm-hmm. kind of savings that you're going to be going down there. You have Fournette at $23. You have Camara at $33 uh, for $3 more. If you want to build having $3 left over in your lineups on Cruncher in any kind of the... If you want to build an allotment of 5, 10, 20 lineups, that could have Eckler in the event that he goes because we know that he's game script proof. I mean, he can work out of the backfield. I mean, he's basically Camaro where uh, he should be able to kind of blend into whatever the chargers need, depending on whatever the game script's going to be uh, phenomenal pass catching back. That's kind of always been his, his number one, but uh, don't sleep on him on the ground either. The guy can get it done uh, rushing. So I, I love him in the event that he plays, but uh, again, we just got to keep, keep close eye on that status in the event that he is out. Justin Jackson, Joshua Kelly it's hard for me to really have a preference on the two right now. I I guess I I haven't necessarily looked. I know Josh Kelly has been getting a little bit of work here the last two weeks leading into the bye, but I am worried because that wasn't a blowout here. Justin Jackson on the other side has been the guy who's come in, had more of the passing game role. So I think he would maybe be my priority where at least I've seen some targets. He's got seven targets, seven receptions on the year, whereas Joshua Kelly is, is coming in and, You know, it's it it hasn't really been there for him, uh, not a single target on the season. So keep an eye on that news. But both of them at ten dollars going to be fascinating talking points. If you do get Eckler ruled out,
0: we've been fixated, Eric, on the more expensive running backs, rightfully so, given obviously the big names that are available to people. But you do have to spend up. I mean, all these guys basically are in that thirty dollars plus neighborhood all the way up to almost 40, obviously, in the case of Henry. But if you're looking at value, some of the top projected value at the running back position, Philip Lindsay, 9x value, Jesus. nine points. I know he's Houston against the Rams. He's $10 though. Mike Davis, $11, about 9x value. Michael Carter, who has not been bad for the Jets, he really hasn't, 11 points, $14. So just a little bit more. Chase Edmonds obviously went last night, was pretty good. Cordero Patterson, $17. You're getting closer, obviously, to that mid range. 13 projected points. How are you feeling about the value? Well,
1: what do you feel about the value?
0: <laughs> well, I feel like I would rather pay
1: up this There week, you obviously. go. Hey, <laughs> we found the right answer. Look at us doing work together. I'll uh, tell you Michael what, Carter-
0: though. I don't, and, and maybe I'm just, again, there's a little bit of season-long mm-hmm. bias, and so I've seen him come through for me. I don't hate Michael Carter. I really don't.
1: I don't either. I don't hate, so I hate Philip Lindsay. I understand that he's going to get some get some traction now that yeah. you get Mark Ingram out of there. They also have Rex Burkhead that can now get activated and, and maybe just still be a thorn in the side here. David Johnson still. there. I honestly,
0: until like two weeks ago, thought Rex Burkhead had retired.
1: I didn't even know he was in the league this year. Yeah, he's, he's still there, right? Rex yeah. Burkhead. Yeah, yeah. I, I, we don't we have a 2.61 projection. So, I mean. He had one rushing attempt this season. But, yeah, now you get rid of Mark Ingram. I bet he gets more than one rushing attempt the rest of the season, just throwing it out there. But Mike Davis, probably the most disappointing player uh, for fantasy for me this entire season, Atlanta. I love this game. And so, for me, the value piece that I do like in this range, and I can't believe I'm about to say this out loud, is Cordell Patterson, $17. I think Kenneth Gainwell, too, $17 as well does make mm. some sense. But you got to be Miles careful. Sanders is out. I know I said he got put on the IR and yeah. you got to keep a little bit of context here because I don't think, I just don't think he's going to have the entire backfield the way that other people might. I didn't go and put a ton of bids. His, he was going yeah. for like the rest well, of people's Scott, foul is budget. Boston
0: Scott still getting
1: Boston. Know, Scott is a problem. Perhaps. He's been a problem yeah. for years. Yeah. He will be a problem, especially now that Miles Sanders isn't there. Uh, well done by Philadelphia yet another amazing, amazing job by them. But Corderell Patterson is is the guy I think at $17 you have to have some interest in running a bunch of routes, getting a bunch of carries now, 14 attempts the last two weeks. Uh, I don't really know what to say. $17 is probably too cheap for his active role, and it's so weird saying that out loud. So I think having some exposure to him, DeAndre Swift, Daryl Henderson, both projecting out really well, but they're the most popular Plays on the entire slate at the running back position. I think probably rightfully so at those numbers. I do like the pay up idea. I, I paying down at running back really, really looks brutal. I think having a shot or two on Michael Carter makes some sense, but I don't want to go nuts there.
0: Thing with Patterson, it's interesting because I mean, I've like so many others, I've watched him throughout his NFL career. He's been around a long time. He's something of a journeyman. He's a Super Bowl champ, all of it. And you know you, you you get these flashes you you see him obviously on on returns and then obviously he'll have that Uh, periodic involvement in the passing game, or obviously a guy gets hurt, he gets involved in the run game. And then, you know, we see him this year and the first couple weeks, it sort of felt like, okay, like this is a tease. He's not going to, you know, nobody's going to pick him up and on waivers and free agency in terms of your season long leagues. Maybe he's a, he's a, a dart throw kind of DFS play. And then, you know, week after week, you start to say, well, wait a minute. I mean, maybe he just found maybe Atlanta finally, like this was the team. Maybe someone finally figured out the way, how to use Cordero Patterson. And that, look, we're, we're about halfway through the season almost. And that seems to be the way. We, we seem to have, have have located, have determined the team that actually knows how to put his skill set to use.
1: In the words of the Mandalorian, this is the way. Um, <laughs> I, I think you've got to have some exposure at $17. It's too cheap for his role He's just on the field a lot more than what I was expecting him to be. I will say Mike Davis still, I mean, he was incompetent. So there's that, but still played 60% of the offensive snaps. But now they can still put Cord- uh, Cordero Patterson out wide. And, you know, as a Vikings fan, it's very, very sad to see him be effective here. Atlanta has started to, to look more, much more confident on, uh, confident on the offensive side of the ball in recent weeks here. Back-to-back wins, one three of four. Their defense is still going to be terrible, too. And so we're we're looking at a spot where anytime Atlanta is on the card, I'm going to want exposure to pretty much all the pieces of that team. Aside from Mike Davis, who is a massive, massive disappointment, the same way that, you know, you might be disappointed in your kids. I will find out one day.
0: <laughs> yeah, soon enough. Don't rush it. You get plenty okay. of responsibility coming your way. You know, live live that uh, that golfer, surfer, everything life that you're doing out there in Cali. Give us a like, hit the subscribe button. We appreciate you being with us here on the Osmo YouTube page. Uh, a whole bunch of shows that come your way, obviously throughout the day, every single day, seven days a week. All sports, college, pro, everything available to you. You want to be notified when the shows go live, so you can check out some of your favorites, especially some of your favorite hosts, like of course. Eric Lindquist like so Adam Kaufman uh, you stop. I'm going to blush. All right, That's let's funny. go to the wide receivers. we got about 20 minutes left here before we make Tyler sick too. Cooper cup, Cooper cup at the top of the heap here, 20 projected points for the Rams against Houston. He is $36 behind him. You've got uh Debo Samuel. We talk about him seems every single week just because of his salary. He is $28 projected for about 17 points. Uh, Steph Diggs, about 16 points, $30. DJ Moore, 15 points, $23. What's your view of this uh, wide receiver crew here?
1: Cooper Cup at $36 is still underpriced. Hmm. It's weird. I I don't even know really how to give you some context. In the Super Bowl era, okay, within the Super Bowl era, through a team's first seven games, only player ever to post 800-plus yards, and nine touchdowns. Only guy ever. That's absurd. I mean, this is historic-type volume that he's seen. Yet to get underneath 10 targets in a game here. Yet to really fail or really bust in any kind of one of these spots. I mean, he had the the down game against Arizona. That defense has shown uh, to be a little bit more uh, uh, difficult to handle than what I was anticipating this season. Randall Cobb didn't have a problem at the goal line with it, but still, Cooper Cup is outrageous, and. I don't really know what to say. You should have exposure every single week, regardless until that number gets to Derrick Henry type numbers, $39 for Derrick Henry, but then getting Cooper cup here, he's right now at 20.6%. And I, I just think he's too cheap still. I mean, there's, there's no doubt in my mind that he's the best wide receiver play on the entire week. I, I think he's just proven that time and time again. And if the field wants to try to get cute and and find the pivots, I'm happy to go overweight to that chalk. I think it's the best chalk you're going to find. And then we get to the fascinating range. So we're Stefan Diggs is in a phenomenal spot against Miami, but they can spread it out a little bit more with Emmanuel Sanders. Uh, But Dawson Knox, I think being out definitely helps Stefan Diggs' ceiling a little bit. And a little bit is really all you need for him. We saw the 11 targets, nine receptions and a touchdown there, but that was a negative game script too. I mean, they ended up losing that game in week six, right before the bye week. To Tennessee, uh, a great win by Tennessee in that spot. And I do expect to find some ceiling games from Stefan Diggs, but $30 for him in this spot. I think I'm just more inclined to get to more shares of cup or find some of these uh, really appealing plays in the low twenties. And we have a plethora of them.
0: There's a lot of value available to you. In fact, uh, the, the majority of the value that stands out, you're going teens and even below that, closer to the minimum of 10. If you had to guess, maybe you've cheated. Maybe you've looked. Maybe you already know. I mean, I, I wouldn't fault you for it because, quite frankly, it's part of your job to prep for these shows. <laughs> but if you had to guess top wide receiver value by a
1: long shot, who is it this weekend? All right. Well, let me step away from the computer. Okay. I mean, it's Yahoo. And the guy who's the most underpriced on Yahoo every single week is Jacoby Myers. So it's got to be. Jacoby
0: Myers. Okay.
1: Almost 12
0: projected points, which is not crazy, obviously. But when he's the flat minimum $10, that's about 12x value. What do you where's, think? Where's Robbie Anderson in that list? So he's third. He's uh, okay. $11. Who's projected second? For about nine points. Right in between them, Tyler Boyd. It's your boyd. Tyler Boyd, about $10. He is, uh, or $12, about 10 projected points. So he is uh, 8X value.
1: I mean, Sam Darnold, dude, can you, <laughs> what are we doing here? What are we doing? Nine targets, three catches, 11 targets, three catches, seven targets, two catches, 11 targets, five catches. Throw the ball in the vicinity, man, because Robbie Anderson is a really good wide receiver. He just got paid. It's not like Carolina doesn't want to involve him in the offense, but Sam Darnold has proven to be a little incompetent 15 yards plus down the field. And Robbie Anderson is just kind of a victim of that. He's a buy low spot. Jacoby Myers, I said, I love that game. I think that Mac Jones is my favorite guy on the, on the cheap end. So I'm going to be going to be going and and taking shots on that as well. Um, So yeah, Jacoby Myers makes a lot of sense. $10. He's down to $10 on Yahoo. That's I, I kind of expected him to be around $12, 13 again here. Jacoby Myers makes all the sense in the world here uh, at the flat min. He's, he's a lock for cash. I will just say, flat out, if you don't have Jacoby Myers in cash, you're probably making a mistake. Um, but for tournaments, that mid-two options, I mean, uh, we have so many guys. Debo Samuel, Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, both of them. Uh, Tom Brady, number one in PFFs quarterback. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's 44 years old, whatever. You know, it's fine. He's... 10 years older than me playing professional football at a high level. What is life Uh, Keenan Allen as well in that same uh, game against uh, on the other side of Jacoby Myers. So many great tournament options with this 12 gamer in play. It gets to be a little bit of a pick but I can kind of make a a case for everybody. The one guy I will say that I am lower on and I will without a doubt be lower on than the field is Jamar chase, which makes me sound a little insane, but 10.2% for him I don't know what it is, but every single time that I watch him play a game, he has some kind of a fluky play or he I mean, he's dynamic. He's incredible. But like that 82 yarder that he took to the house was like a spin move out of three dudes. It was incredible. But like that is not reliable production. So with Tyler Boyd there with T Higgins there, I can't do it.
0: So you. um well, there were a few things. There were a bunch of things there, but to, I listed see, off.
1: I just started talking for like five that's, minutes. That's, a full I, I was monologue. trying to decide
0: which direction I wanted to go in first. Uh, let <laughs> like, Let's Hey, let's, let's go here.
1: Oh, let's, let's go here. Let's stay, with the,
0: let's stay with the value because there hmm. are, you know, obviously you, you talked about the, the top tier that I offered to you. There are a couple other guys on that value list that are not far away from, I mean, Myers is far out in front of everybody again, yes. with the 12 X projected value, but you know, then you have Boyd at, at eight and change X and, and a bunch of guys are in that same vicinity, including two, uh, one we mentioned earlier, Brandon cooks, Brandon cooks is he's only $15 in this Mm -hmm. game. And somebody has got to catch passes for the Texans in this game, uh, against obviously the Rams. He is almost eight X value, uh, right in front of him. And, and I, I don't, you know, I, I don't entirely know how to feel about this option. I don't love it, uh, by any stretch. I don't, even really like it all that much when i consider that obviously uh you've you've got zach wilson out this weekend you got a dude making his first or second career start there for the jets but at the same point i don't hate it which is not a ringing endorsement i realize and that is uh, jameson crowder he's about 8x value as well projected for 10 points 13 dollars very cheap for a guy who's got uh, number one potential i know he's not the number one you know, flat out week to week since he's come back from the injury when you have Corey Davis, when you have Elijah Moore, when you have some options there for the Jets. Jameson Crowder, though, I, I just mm-hmm. sort of feel like he's he's been forgotten a
1: little bit. Yeah, I think Corey Davis isn't going to play, which is a bummer for my best ball shares. And all, let's just say quarterback play has been a bummer for my Corey Davis uh, best ball shares. But Jamison Crowder, uh, you know, looking at him in the value, it makes complete sense. I would want to get verification. Corey Davis is out before pulling the trigger on that. But it's a game they're expected to trail here. You have Mike White, who's the quarterback there, a fifth rounder back in the day from the Cowboys. I believe it was 2018. He was drafted 2021. Now, yeah, he's been in the league a couple of years, never really shown up anywhere. So this ought to be fascinating. And can it get worse than Zach Wilson? I, I highly doubt it. Um, you know, he's a rookie challenge playing accepted. through the, well, challenge Davis mills <laughs> kind of stuff coming. Uh, that'll be fun, but you know, Hey, why not play all of your lineups, Jamison Crowder and, uh, Brandon cooks with Mike, uh, with my, <laughs> Mike white and freaking Davis mills throwing in the ball. What could possibly go wrong?
0: A lot, a lot, a lot. A lot. Yeah. A lot could go wrong. <laughs> uh, we got some projection updates as well, uh, coming through based on some of the news that's been trickling out here on this Friday. So again, uh, I wouldn't lock up your uh, lock in your lineups entirely right now, uh, or even, you know, in, in the next 24 hours, you know, closer to 36 and and 40 hours away, obviously, as you get closer to, you know, 1 PM on Sunday, let's uh, take a little look, see here in a moment at the tight end position as well. Also want to shout out Steven, who said, uh, Adam and Eric could do an awesome movie show, you know, with, uh, Alex puts out all these projections, uh, like fantasy, like reality TV,
1: that sort of thing. I I think we should have a movie show, you and I. I mean, we could just have an overall pop culture show. I mean, we were, I mean, we we obviously hit the music. I I feel like if you and I went to bar trivia, it would be over for everyone. I just get (laughs) that feeling. Tyler says he's not producing that. You're not producing? Oh, okay. Do you produce anyway? uh, Ooh. Ooh. oh no okay I feel- oh yeah i already did one barb today and it didn't go very well for me it ended up going south very very quickly i'll probably avoid from making another
0: he, he's, <laughs> he's feeling overworked is what it is i think oh, let's go to the tight ends I'm sorry uh don't, don't don't you patronize him <laughs> don't you him this guy Travis Kelsey obviously is, is your top tight end thing is not going to help you for the Sunday main slate. He's a primetime guy. So after that, you got a whole bunch of guys that are bunched together. Dallas Goddard about 13 projected points. He is coming in at, uh, or actually let me see here. Uh, let me just make sure that's, that's accurate as the uh, screen refreshed on me here. Uh, no, Goddard's projected for about 10 points. It's $17 right mm-hmm. in front of him. Uh, you've got uh, Kyle Pitts. Ten points, twenty-one dollars. You also have Tyler Higby in that Rams Houston game as well. He is uh, about nine and a half points, nineteen dollars. So uh, a crew that is you know pretty well in in lockstep with one another. Goddard, I think, is going to be a lot of people's favorites. Mentioned him first, obviously. Is he yours? Is there someone else? What do you think?
1: Kyle Pitts and Kyle Pitts. It's a bummer because. I think, I mean, obviously the field is there in a ridiculous way now, but earlier in the week, he was r- around five, 6% in projection models. And I was just salivating. I was like, there's no way that that's going to, there's no way that's going to hold. I do the uh, roster ship uh, show on Wednesdays with Macajewski and Laffy And I basically said, if Kyle Pitts is under 15%, you could just, uh, I'll just quit. And you know, some people would be happy with that, but Kyle Pitts 22% right now in Yahoo. It- it's ridiculous. His role, uh, people were victory lapping after the first two weeks and it's just going to get more pronounced the more we go forward. He does things on a football field that you don't see. He's a physical monster. He's an absolute freak. He's basically a glorified wide receiver. He's a mismatch in every single way. He gets down the sideline to the uh, he just Matt Ryan's playing at a higher level uh, as the season's progressed. Everything is trending up for Kyle Pitts. You want to be in, you wanted to be invested when, you know, he was overseas and, and you only had that that Sunday night slate for the London game and, and Kyle Pitts just went nuts. But still, you still need to be invested there. 22 percent is not enough. I will be over that number at twenty one dollars. I don't think it's that hard to make way for him. Rob Gronkowski, I don't trust necessarily the snaps at the top there. So that's kind of an issue. T.J. Hawkinson is starting to get the, where it gets to be interesting for me because he runs a bunch of routes. DeAndre Swift is going to be the most popular run back uh, with any of those Jalen Hurts-type stacks. Or, you know, you you don't necessarily want to be going to golf in these spots. But TJ Hawkinson, I expect his target volume to just continue to trend up. We've seen an uh, 11-9 the last two weeks. That's more like it. That's more of what we saw the first two weeks. I think it's only a matter of time before some of that volume turns into a touchdown, you know, eight catches, and, and you're looking at a tournament winning upside from a tight end. About Noah Fant, mm, him next to Goddard. I mean, I, I definitely think Goddard's the much better play, but they're at the identical price. I think if you run this this game, if you run this simulation for it, Goddard beats him seventy percent of the time. But considering the the roster ship, twenty six percent, five point six percent, it's just a quick mental exercise in game theory. And so, I think Noah Fant for Denver. Uh, you know, you you'd want to see. Uh, some more injuries coming down the pipeline, but Jerry Judy expected to return here in this spot. That kind of puts another wrench into that entire passing attack. Um, Just another guy that's definitely going to receive volume. So it's harder for me to see him having like the massive tournament winning upside, but at the same number as Goddard, I think you could do worse than finding a direct tournament pivot and a guy who definitely is going to be a part of this offense going forward.
0: Goddard's in the optimal lineup for those wondering, or at least uh, when I when I checked one out on Fantasy Cruncher right as the show was starting. I don't know if the latest projections have altered any of that, but 26% projected ownership for Goddard. The, I'm just looking at the value tight ends here, Eric, and they, they really mm-hmm. they, they just don't appeal to me. I mean, Tommy Sweeney, $10. I know he's about 8x value, but he's still Tommy Sweeney. Uh, Ricky Seals-Jones, uh, Pat Friermuth Freer, for Pittsburgh. I, I don't even I've never even heard of the total gentleman. creative player. Yeah, it's I've never even heard of him. He is projected for about eight points, almost seven X value. Uh Goddard. I mean, honestly, Goddard, you, you, you got to pay up seventeen dollars. We talked about him, but the value is not too far off from the top of the heap with Sweeney. So are any of the lower priced options at tight end appealing to you?
1: I think you can take a shot on any tight end that's going to be the primary tight end along with Josh Allen uh, right now at 3.6%, 7.65 projection. I mean, we're not seeing anybody getting projected over 10.27. That's Goddard. He's the highest projected player in Osmo's rankings or in Osmo's projections. We're looking at median outcomes, but what median outcomes don't necessarily account for is one touchdown catch. One touchdown catch at the tight end position from Ricky Seals-Jones, who's running a ton of routes all over the place. I think he gets a little bit more steam here coming into Sunday up against Denver. You know, it's only a 21 total that they have uh, for an implied team total, but he's running a route constantly for this team. There's really no number two after McLaurin. Duami Brown ain't it. So I'm definitely thinking Ricky Seals-Jones is viable as well. If you're going to get some of these Cooper Cup, Derek Henry type lineups trying to, or uh, even Cooper Cup, Amar- uh, uh, Kamara, that's kind of my preferred route. I think that's going to be kind of the field's pr- uh, primary route hunting tight end and just hoping that you don't see any kind of a super ceiling you get one touchdown catch at the goal line from any of these guys seven to ten points i think that's enough to to possibly take down a tournament so i'm going to take my shots there even uh, dan arnold i think he's probably the most popular of the grouping but give me tommy sweeney at ten dollars give me ricky seals jones at 11 i'm i'm actually maybe a little bit more comfortable than you are with the bottom end
0: Carlos in the chat asks, uh, it doesn't make sense to pay up for defense on Yahoo, does it? Well, let's look at the uh, projections here. So at the top, Rams, $18, projected for about 10 points. Bengals, closer to 9.5, also $18. You got it, $14. The Niners at 8.4. Bills, way too expensive. $21, eight projected points. That's the upper echelon right there. Mm Anybody you're interested
1: in, or are you paying down? So, the the right way of saying this, so Carlos Manzo, yes, a great question with that. Where does it make sense to pay up for defense? No, but sometimes just avoiding roster ship is the reason that it, it makes the most sense. I think the Panthers are the most ridiculously priced defense, period, but the ownership reflects that 0.4%. You're looking at the Bills 21. I think that that is just a, a ludicrous number to be paying for a defense, and there's already some roster ship there, so I'm going to avoid it as well. The Bengals and Rams. So both of these both of these spots, against the Jets, against Houston, it just is automatic. You know, you're looking at Davis Mills, rookie quarterback. You're looking at Mike White. I have no idea what to expect. I don't think anybody else does either. And the Bengals' defense has been competent. You play one of those two in cash. I think you probably go to the Rams route. I think it's a little bit more of a known quantity for me. And I feel a little bit more comfortable in that regard. And, you know, if you need the money to save down, you can get down to a team like the Browns against Pittsburgh. You know, you could possibly be looking at Ben Roethlisberger just kind of getting just ridiculously ineffective. And in, in that's kind of a spot. I think the Browns, just with that pass rush, might be able to get some stat, some sacks. But in tournaments, you're hoping for a pick six or you're, it would be surprising to me on any slate where defense didn't score or at least get, you know, 15 points. I I think that that's bound to happen. So just avoid those two teams, Bengals and Rams, in tournaments. And you can basically play whomever you want. So find some reasonings for it. I mean, my favorite, I think, on the entire board for this week is going to be the Titans sitting down there, 2.9% at $12. I think I want to get some savings. Those $10 teams get a lot of traction just because they're $10 and you can kind of pay up at every other position, but going up against Indianapolis, I mean, Carson Wentz has been much, much better this season, but we know the turnover prone nature that he's shown in Philadelphia for years and not just, you know, six weeks or seven weeks, whatever we're through now of how many games that the Colts have played. But, uh, Tennessee definitely got after Patrick Mahomes in a surprising way. I can't believe the Titans are underneath 3%. So at $12, kind of in no man's land, a less rostered than the Jags, less rostered than the lions. Give me a lot of the Titans on Sunday.
0: Yeah. You cut the, uh, the Jags, the Niners, the, the lions, the teams that are sitting there at the top for value. So uh, we've, we've run down everybody who should be important to you and uh, obviously won't give you a full optimal lineup as things stand because we want you to, uh, of course, subscribe to the Osmo Plus Platinum and take advantage of some of these tools. I'll, I'll look real quick and see if the optimal lineup has changed from what it was at the beginning of the show with the newer projections uh, along the way. But uh, do you have a, just to for anyone that tuned in late, missed anything, who would you say, who would you isolate as your as your favorite couple plays this weekend regardless of pricing or position
1: i think in tournaments it's going to be a little bit different than cash i mean tournaments i'm going to have a ton of matt stafford i'm going to have a ton of josh allen i want to be paying up for some of those quarterbacks i love 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 this chargers new england game i think over what the field does And considering the fields getting to Philadelphia and and Detroit, which is a great game environment, but it's just going over rostered. It's negative 6.9% leverage in the top stacks tool. Again, that is free. That's the kind of stuff you want to be looking at here. Uh, Let me jump back over to Yahoo. Actually, I was on the wrong section here for that. Um, That's going to change a little bit. But the Rams, 25.2% top stack potential on Yahoo. Ridiculous number. Buffalo, 16.7% top stack potential. That's ridiculous as well. And then the Chargers right behind them at 10%, 3.1% leverage that you can get by going to them, kind of encapsulating those three, you're looking at a near, uh, actually, it's over 50% uh, that one of those three teams is going to be the one that does it. I think it becomes an easy spot to be overweight to all three of those and take your chances. I also like mixing in a lot of Tom Brady, considering he's going, uh, neg- how many times do you get positive leverage on Tom Brady? I'm going to answer that for you. Not very often. So <laughs> I like him as well. Uh, Mac Jones being my favorite cheapie, probably the only guy that I'm going to be going down for Geno Smith. Absolute pass for me.
0: Some of your top projected ownership among guys who are in the optimal lineup. Anyway, you know, the field's going to be heavy on uh, Deandre Swift, Jalen Hurts, who we talked quite a bit about, Cooper Cup as well, Dallas Goddard. Those are going to be some of the projected studs this weekend who are, you know, you're, if you're looking for differentiation anyway, go away from those guys. Just something to consider, obviously. We're going to get out of here in uh, a matter of moments. Want to tell you coming up over the course of the rest of this Awesome Friday, you've got uh, beginning in a few minutes, the prize picks college football show. Uh, and then at five o'clock Eastern, a little more than an hour from now, NBA Deeper Dive. Uh, Six o'clock NBA live before lock. That's an hour and a half long show. Eric will be back with Aaron Berg for that one. And that will uh, pretty much wrap up your Friday. And then it's on to you know, Saturday and and throughout the weekend. There's a lot more content coming your way. It certainly does not end here. But the good thing is with this show, you have plenty of time to go back, review it, rewatch, relive, whatever you want to do with it before Sunday rolls around. Because a lot of what we did talk about is not going to change. Maybe some of the projected Mm -hmm. point totals, but whether a guy's in a good spot or not, that uh, should remain the same between now and obviously kickoff come Sunday. But uh, Tyler, our producer, thank you, buddy, for uh, just for, just for being you and for putting up with the two of us.
1: Eric, pleasure, always a pleasure. My, I said, you're you're a professional, consummate father. Uh, you're you're getting it all done, my guy. <laughs> you're getting it all done. Keep keep on keeping on. Yeah, now I'm gonna go wake
0: my three-year-old up from his nap. Thanks everyone for joining us. Enjoy, uh, like I said, coming up next, the Prize Fix College Football Show begins in just a matter of moments here on the Osmo YouTube channel. I'll talk to you again Wednesday with uh, with Moose with Ulrich talking a little NBA, and uh, I'll I'll miss Eric. We used to do that together on Tuesdays. Now it's me and me and Jeff on Wednesdays. Talk to you again then. See ya.